Praise the Lord. Welcome to the broadcast today. We are doing our Romans teaching. We're in chapter 1. I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson. I'm glad you've tuned in. Uh, I don't know how you found me, how you're watching me, but you'll find these on my Facebook page, Pastor Curtis, and also on my YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316. So avail yourself to all these teachings. And today we're in Romans chapter 1. We are looking at verse 8 is where we'll begin today. Uh, Paul has been giving an introduction here, and I believe this is still a part of that introduction as he's writing to the church in Rome, having not yet been there but desiring greatly to go and to, to be a part of that fellowship and to give them something to impart, something to them that they would need that he will later uh, say in this letter. But here in, in verse 8, and we'll, we'll get into this this morning uh, about what, what Paul is saying, and, and this is the way we really need to study the Word in its context, Scripture by Scripture, expository teaching, trying to find that which the Holy Spirit is attempting to reveal to us, which is the truth, and He's always trying to reveal Jesus to us. Praise God, for in Him, in Christ, is everything we will ever need. So let's pray and ask the Lord for the daily bread that we desperately need so that we can keep walking in this faith and allowing the Lord to use us like He desires. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that we have your word here in our hands reach and in our eyes view, but I pray that it would be more than that. It would be in our hearts, for you said it's the heart, with the heart of man, that man believes unto righteousness. So I pray, God, today that, Lord, faith would come when we hear the word of God in the proper context, because we know when faith comes, this faith you've given us, this faith overcomes the world and everything coming against us. So I pray for a revelation of the Word of God today as it is in truth. And we ask it in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Again, welcome to the broadcast, our teaching of Romans. And you can avail yourself to all these teachings at Curtis Hutchinson 316. That's my YouTube channel, so help yourself there. The meat is there and it's free, so help yourself to it. Paul says, first I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. It's faith which speaks. It's faith that speaks. The Word of God is spoken to us by the Holy Spirit as it is in truth pertaining to truth that gives us the victory, the liberty that we need each and every day of our life, the experience of what Christ afforded us at Calvary. And although James wrote that the Word of God is the perfect law of liberty. We must always understand that only the blood of Jesus liberates. The Word of God, just in its written context, will play no part of liberty if our faith is not in the sacrificial work of Christ. And I'm, I did not say have been in the past. Right now, you and I, for our faith to be legitimate, must be in the sacrificial work of Christ and then the Holy Spirit can teach us the truth of God's Word. For notice Paul says that he even thanks God through Jesus Christ. God having offered us so much all things actually that we will ever need, but he only has done it through his son Jesus and the work there provided on the cross, meaning his death. You need to understand that. 
And anything we offer to God, prayer, praise, thanksgiving, worship, any service must be through Jesus Christ, which means through our faith in the work of Christ on the cross. For the cross of Christ, the work of Christ, His sacrificial atoning work of propitiation on the cross is the only thing and the only avenue uh, by which God gives us grace and faith, gives us the, the will of God for our lives. Unless our faith... And that's what Paul is thanking God through Christ for is their faith. The faith in Rome that's spoken of throughout the whole world. He says this faith, true biblical faith, is the faith of the Son of God who loved you and gave Himself for you on the cross. Galatians 2.20 If that's not the faith we're living by, then we're not living. Paul would uh, read later, write later rather, in this same first chapter. And by the way, Paul didn't write the scriptures in chapter and verse. It's just added so that you and I can find what we need quicker in the Word of God. the, The Bible wasn't written in chapter and verse. It was just written as letters, written as letters of instruction, encouragement, words of prophecy. But you need to know that. Watch this in... In this same chapter, the very end of this chapter, Paul would say this, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, not works, believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, I love this about Paul, He just stuck with what was written. Just like Jesus' ministry would say, it is written. Hallelujah. It is written, listen to this, the just shall live by faith. The reason you and I are justified by God is because our faith is in the blood. And that's how we not only step into life or life moves into us who is Christ by His Spirit, but it's how we live. Listen, Paul would say it this way in Galatians 2.20. And and, and never forget that this is not just something Paul quoted out in left field for no reason. When Paul quotes Galatians 2.20, he's rebuking Peter face to face before a multitude of people when Peter had jumped up and left grace, left the path of justification and joined the ranks of those again who believed you had to work for it. Read Galatians chapter 2 and near the end of it, Paul in his rebuke to Peter says, Listen, I'm crucified with Christ, yet I live. But not I, it's not me that's living, it's Christ that's living in me. And the life that I now live in this flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. We're talking about the faith that Paul heard of coming out of Rome, traveling all over the world. The faith, this faith of the Son of God that loved us and gave Himself for us. Outside of that faith, my friend, it's not biblical faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Romans 10, 17. And and, and Jesus would quote Scripture from Deuteronomy in Matthew 4, 4 and say, 
tell the devil, listen, we don't live, man doesn't live by bread alone, only in the natural, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Now, I've got something to say to you today. I pray you can hear. For those of you who have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying, not what your preacher said or your Uncle Joe said or Grandma said, but those who have ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying today, and the Spirit of God doesn't speak outside of truth. The Spirit of God only reveals truth and truth is a man named Jesus and its avenue to get into our hearts is the way of the cross, Jesus and Him crucified. We live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God because we live by faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Again, Romans 10, 17. But notice this. The faith that comes that brings life that justifies and saves is the faith of the Son of God that loved us and gave Himself for us. James said in chapter 1 verse 18 that God begat us, the born again experience, by the word of truth. Notice this. The word of truth is what came and saved you. The word of the one who is truth and what He did at Calvary to make Him the truth of you, for you, to liberate you, free you from sin. We live by every word. Get ready. Here comes something most likely you've never heard in your entire walk with God. This will remove much confusion. This will, re will replace confusion with clarity. This will make the path that you're on, which is the path of the just, more brighter than ever before. Listen carefully. Proverbs 8 and 8. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 8. God says, All my words are in righteousness. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. That means the whole Bible, all the law, the prophets and the Psalms, Psalms, all the, the words that God would speak to the writers of the New Testament in which we have the Word of God, our Bibles, all the words of my mouth are in righteousness. So the word that comes to us that, that brings the faith that overcomes, the faith that saves and overcomes is, the, is the, the word that comes in righteousness or it's outside of righteousness and faith can't be there. The righteousness of God is revealed through Christ and His work on the cross and declared there by God. Watch this. Let's turn over a page or two and see this. Romans chapter 3, verse 23, profound. For those who have ears to hear, for those who will believe God's Word and let go of everything else, if it doesn't line up with what they're hearing in the Word, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace. means it didn't cost you a penny. You can't give in the offering for it. You can't go out there and work for it. You can't do good deeds for it. You can't earn it. It's free. Justification is only free if it's by grace. We can't work for it. Working for it in the back of our minds is saying, God owes me if I do something, and God owes no man anything. Watch this. Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that's in Christ Jesus. Redemption speaks of what He did through His blood. We've been redeemed and reconciled by the blood only, no other way. Not by works or it wouldn't be a gift. Hallelujah. Watch this now. Here it comes. I hope you're ready for this. 
whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood to declare His righteousness. For the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say, at this time His righteousness that He might be just and the justifier of Him which believes in Jesus. Not works, but believes in Jesus. Did you hear that? The work of Christ and His sacrifice is the declaration of God's righteousness. It's written in your Bible. The work of Christ and on the cross is God's declaration of His righteousness. And God says all the words of His mouth are in righteousness. And here we have it in Romans chapter 1 verse 16 and 17 that the righteousness of God is revealed in the gospel. This is profound. How could we sit and listen to a preacher expound in the scriptures of what it means and what we ought to be doing if, if, if it, he's not being led by the Spirit and the Spirit of God only leads in truth to point to truth, to reveal the truth because that's all he will work in. The proof of that is your initial salvation experience. The Holy Spirit was speaking to you the word of truth the word of liberty, the gospel of Jesus Christ, God's word as it is in its righteous context. You accepted that as your saving truth. By faith you believed upon Christ. And that faith that Jesus lived by and tasted death by the grace of God. <coughs> Jesus lived by faith. Or he lived by grace through faith. The same thing we have to be saved by and live daily by. Think about that. If that's not the faith that comes, then it's not biblical faith and the Holy Spirit is grieved and not pleased. And if God's not pleased, God is resisting that which He's not pleased with. God doesn't work on our best intentions. Our best intentions, our best works, God says, are filthy rags to Him. God no longer winks at ignorance, but commands men everywhere to repent. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verses 24 through 26 reveal that repentance is granted by God only at the acknowledgement of truth, which is the work of Christ on the cross. Do you understand that all false doctrine and all false faiths and people ask each other, what faith are you of? I'm of the faith of Jesus Christ who loved me and gave himself for me. All these other faiths are not biblical faiths. They're not of God. There's only one faith that's of God and it's the faith that brings life and victory. It's the faith that always overcomes the world in every situation. It may not remove that mountain when you want it to go. It may not open the Red Sea when you want it to open. It may not knock the, the giant down to his knees when you want him to fall but the faith of Jesus Christ in our hearts that we've been given through the righteousness of God Peter wrote that that we've obtained like precious faith through the righteousness of Christ think about that it always overcomes the battle on the inside even if it doesn't overcome that mountain or that devil or that it always overcomes listen it doesn't matter what's happening on the outward. The mountain's going to fall one day. The giant's going to collapse one day. The Red Sea is going to be opened one day. But until that happens, faith still overcomes what is against me in my heart. 
I can have the peace of God before a giant, before a mountain, before a closed up Red Sea, before a closed door that I know needs to be open. I can have the peace of God because faith alone is my victory because it's the faith of the Son of God who loved me, gave himself, became my victory at the cross. Hallelujah. That is a blessing. So many Christians don't know this, what I'm teaching today. So many won't even accept it. They still think that they have to work for their victory, that they have to get to a place where God will think they finally deserve it. That's not going to happen. And if you're waiting on the gifts of healing and miracles to pour out until we get to a certain level of perfection, you got to understand Peter in his day. Listen, God was using him and John before they knew really what the cross was all about. They just believed Jesus was the Son of God with power. He was the Lamb of God that came to take away the sin of the world. Listen, Peter made mistake after mistake. God still used him. It's all he's got is imperfect people, but your faith has to be in Jesus as the Lamb of God. Your faith has to be in Jesus. When, when the Lord used Peter and John to heal the lame man, when it was over, Peter said, Hey, why are you looking on us as though we did this? No, no, no. This came by the faith of Jesus. Hallelujah. This came by the faith of Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen. We can call all sorts of things faith and we can be so deceived. Have you? That, that your, your mind is a powerful thing that you've been given by God, but it can deceive you. I have smelt a lemon pie before when there wasn't a lemon pie within 50 miles just because I thought of a lemon pie. You can think that you're doing something and obtaining victory. Deception is this, this. It's I don't know that I don't know, but it, I think I do. I believe I do. Deception tells you you're right when you're wrong. And all those in all my years past, even as a pastor, teaching the Word of God outside of its righteous context only caused God to oppose me. Romans 1.18 The wrath of God, which is His opposition against, is revealed from heaven against all those who hold His Word of truth in unrighteousness. You know what that simply means? When we use God's Word, when we look at God's Word, when we try to make God's Word into something outside of its righteous context, the Holy Spirit can't work in it. And God's righteousness was declared from Calvary. The Holy Spirit declared it to you. You believed it. God made you the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The moment you believed in the sacrificial work of Christ, God saved you, made you a child of God. Hallelujah. That's good news. But you and I are told to yield to this righteousness, this truth that freed us from sin and made us servants of righteousness in Romans chapter 6. And unless we continue to yield to this truth that saved us, then the Holy Spirit can no longer work in our life to the point of bearing the fruits of righteousness. You need to understand today that God's Word, all of God's words are in righteousness. That means we have to see the Word of God. The Holy Spirit will only show us through the blood the Word of God. And I use this example all the time and it's great. Listen carefully to it. If we don't see the Word of God in the, in the avenue by which the Spirit of truth 
teaches us which is truth, then we will misuse, we will use God's word wrongly. We will think Mark 16, 16, that says, He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. We will use that to think that we've got to be water baptized to be saved. But again, those that use God's word handle it in that context. They're not seeing it through the finished, complete for salvation work of Christ on the cross. They're not seeing it through the blood. They're seeing it through the law instead of grace. Grace says, I'm offering everything to you free. You can't work for it. If you do, you can't have grace for then it's not grace any longer. Law says you got to work for it. Then law shows up to say, hey, you can't get it right. Then law shows up and says, because you can't get it right, you're condemned. Because you can't do it through the flesh. Only through the Spirit. And the Spirit, who is God, only works in truth. Psalms 33, 4. For the word of the Lord is right, and all His works are done in truth. The Spirit of truth, Jesus said, would come and reveal the truth to you. So that faith could come and your faith could be spoken of like the church in Rome. And when faith comes, faith overcomes. But it's not faith coming if it's not the faith of the Son of God who loved you and gave Himself for you. Galatians 6 confirms that when Paul writes in another place there that faith works by love. If it's not the faith of the Son of God that loved you and gave Himself for you, then it's not biblical faith. You see, the faith that comes by hearing is the faith that hears the Word of God in truth. That means what Christ did at Calvary, who He is, and what He accomplished at Calvary. All God's words are spoken in righteousness. Righteousness is only revealed in the gospel. The gospel is the good news of what God did in Christ on the cross. Therefore, we see all of God's Word through the blood. Faith comes. Faith came. Uh, Back to the born-again experience. Faith came and saved you when you believed the Word of God as it is in truth pertaining to Christ and what He did at Calvary. Think about that. This is powerful. It's profound. And I'm, I'm not getting away from this. All the words of my mouth in which, by the way, the Bible says we live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, but yet we only live by faith, and it must be faith in Christ and His atoning work. For only in that is the Word of God in its perfect and right and liberating context. Think about that. James calls God's Word the perfect law of liberty, yet there's no liberty from the Bible except through faith in the blood of Jesus. Powerful, powerful, powerful. See, God is bringing His people back to a place place of strength and power, a place of realizing it's the faith of the Son of God who loved you and gave Himself for you that will overcome the world. Not some faith you claim you have because, because you did something and faith came or because you're believing something else that came. Listen, even believing God's Word, if your faith is not in the blood and through the blood into God's Word, God's Word will only bind you and kill you. It was the Word that will cut you in pieces. It's only the blood of Jesus that liberates, the work of Christ on the cross that liberates. The Word of God is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path if it's in the context of the man Christ Jesus who said, I am the light. 
The Word of God can be daily bread to me if it's in, in the context of the man who said, I am the bread from heaven, and you have no life within you unless you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood concerning who he was as the sacrificial Lamb of God. Are you getting this today? Are you seeing the narrow path? Listen, it's not narrow to push people away. It's narrow to be noticed. God hasn't hidden all He's hidden in His Word, the truths of His Word from us. He's hidden them for us. And those that diligently seek Him, knowing that He is, He's promised to reward them. But He must be sought he does not just work in some, in some far out way and He just works anyway. God works only in truth. His words that bring faith to our hearts are only found in the righteous context. We need to hear that today. We need to know this. We need to understand this. If not, we'll sit under preachers who are reading God's Word saying it's all about money and they will throw the message of the cross just in a list of topics with other messages. The message of the cross has to be the message in all our sermons or it will be a message without power, a sermon without focus, without direction. It will be a, a sermon without the opportunity for the lost to be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and it will also be a message outside of the context that will allow the people of God to walk in the light that brings forth the fruits of righteousness. I've said it for years and God's just confirming it now more so ever than before. Every sermon, and there can be 10,000 sermons, but the message in every sermon must be the message of the cross or it will be without power. Without the focus and the looking unto the sacrificial work of Christ, it will be a word outside of the context of righteousness. It is written in righteousness. God spoke it in righteousness. But unless we allow the Spirit to point us to the gospel, to the truth, we'll leave the study, we'll leave the church service thinking, I've got to do a little bit more, I've got to try a little bit harder instead of leaving, realizing Christ has paid it all for this scripture to minister to me, to, be, to give me a faith that will come and overcome. It must be in the Lamb, through the work of the Lamb that overcame, and then the light of the scripture will blast into my heart as a light that shines away into a dark place and, and, and overcomes in me. And as I allow the, the, the word of truth and faith to come, to overcome in me, then I'm going to watch Watch the mountains crumble and the giants fall. You look at little David. He had to overcome the, the criticism of his brothers, the, the criticism of Saul who demanded he wear his armor and, and all these things. And once faith came and overcame inside the heart of David against the things that would come against him. He had to deny himself of all the words, of accepting all the criticism and all the ways and, and denials of even his own family. And once the faith was allowed in David's heart to overcome, then David could step out on the battlefield and with one simple rock, really it was all faith in the Lord God, in the word of the Lord. Faith even overcame the giant. 
And the church is now in these last days experiencing the latter rain and the river of God flowing, which is the revelation of the sacrifice of, of Christ. We step into the river, we're ankle deep, but we realize the Lord has told us to grow in the knowledge and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not the knowledge and the grace. The only avenue for the knowledge and the grace of Christ to flow into my life is by the same faith that He lived by and tasted uh, a death by that grace. Hebrews 2 and 9. Hallelujah. And if I keep my faith there, that same faith, that same grace flows through Jesus Christ. The work He provided for me there and I as a child begin to grow and continue to dwell in Him and see the fruits of His righteousness. Not in, in everything I'm doing but everything He's allowed to do through me by faith. See, he can't work through me except by faith in the sacrifice. All God's works are in truth because all God's works are in, or all God's words are in righteousness. Think about this. A powerful scripture I'll close with today. Uh, about a minute and a half left. Listen very carefully. Just another confirmation, another witness in the Word to verify and to confirm what it is the Lord has us teaching you today. Proverbs 12, 17 says, He that speaks truth shows forth the righteousness of God. But a false witness, deceit. In the one verse, there's two things there. The ones who speak truth, show forth the God's righteousness that's only revealed in the gospel because Christ is our righteousness but only through the cross is He our righteousness that we've been made in Him, our status from heaven, God declaring we're justified and now we are the righteousness of God in Christ but also for daily fruits of righteousness to be bare it must be by the Holy Spirit leading us in the truth of God's Word. He that speaks truth, which is a man named Jesus and what he did at Calvary, reveals God's righteousness. But a false witness, deceit. Deceit is something deceitful, which is something that I would present and tell you it's right and make it look right, but it not be right by God. All God's words are in righteousness because all His works are done in truth. Oh, you need to get your Bible and come back. You need to get your Bible and make sure you're here every week. Tune in to my YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316. You'll find these teachings on, on uh, Romans and on Galatians that we're in chapter 2 now. Uh, check these things out. Those that are hungry, those that have ears to hear, God is going to be able to bring to the narrow path and keep on the narrow path. And you're going to find everything God has desired to do in you, for you, through you, and you're going to find the very presence of God in your life greater than you ever have. And we just simply have to repent. God, I'm sorry. 
for using, studying, teaching, and preaching your word out of context. I'm, Lord, I, I'm, I'm angry about what I've done all these years, but I'm going to be like the Apostle Paul. I'm just going to simply call it all dung. And because your mercies are brand new again today, I'm going to start over and I'm going to trust you to teach me your word as it is in truth so that you can effectually work your truth into my life. And I'm going to praise you for it more and more every day for erasing everything in the past and using me now in the right way. Hallelujah. I hope you tune in every week and, and learn to trust the Lord. We're going to be here again. Just go to my YouTube channel again, Curtis Hutchinson 316. Avail yourself to all these teachings and God is going to bless you. Till next time, stay determined to know nothing else but Christ and Him crucified. God bless you.